welcome to the Blindfold Chess Podcast. Outside of his snarky and sarcastic Twitter page, Grandmaster Anishkiri is a phenomenal chess player. Born in Russia in 1994, he began playing at the age of six. In 2002, his family moved to Japan, then in 2008, they moved to the Netherlands. A chess prodigy, he became a grandmaster at the age of 14 years, 7 months, and 2 days in 2009, but he did not stop there. From 2006 to 2010, his rating jumped from 2,114 to 2,672, an incredible increase for that period of time. He has been the Dutch champion four times, participated in five Olympiads, won the Tata Steel Tournament Class B section, and tied for first in the London Chess Classic and Vaikonze twice. Off the chessboard, Anish is quite popular on social media, harnessing over 175,000 YouTube subscribers and 250,000 followers on Twitter, where he frequently takes jabs at his fellow elite chess players. Jerry has also provided contributions to Chessbase, New in Chess, and 64. He has written his own book, called My Junior Years in 20 Games, and created two chessable courses. Those same chessable courses get some friendly banter at the elite levels of grandmasters, either from being too weak or for the content being too strong for the fellow players. In his personal life, he is fluent in Russian, English, Dutch, and proficient in Japanese, Nepali, and German. He also has two kids with his wife, fellow international master, Sopiko Gurmishvili. Giri's style of play has been noted as solid and conservative. He tends to draw a lot, which has spawned several memes, but he hardly ever loses. Some even say that it is easier to beat Magnus Carlsen than it is to beat Anish. That is a nice segue into today's game, where Anish is taking on the reigning world champion from 2020 in the Chessable Masters Tournament. Magnus Carlsen versus Anish Giri. Now, if we're ready, let's begin. One pawn to e4. Pawn to c5. Two, knight f3. Pawn to d6. Three, bishop b5 check. Knight d7. Four, pawn to a4. This feels like a bit of a strange move. What is the point of Magnus's a4? It is to gain space on the queen side. Traditionally, black tries to get moves in like a6 and b5, so putting in a move like a4 halts or slows some of those ideas. Knight f6 5, knight c3 Pawn to g6 6, pawn to a5 
Bishop g7. Seven, castle kingside. Pawn to a6. Eight, bishop e2. Castle kingside. Nine, rook e1. Pawn to b5. Ten, pawn captures b6. Bishop b7. Eleven, pawn to d3. Knight captures b6. Twelve, pawn to e5. Knight f to d5. Thirteen, knight captures d5. Knight captures d5. Fourteen, pawn e captures d6. Pawn e captures d6. This is a bit of a hard question. How many minor pieces are remaining on both sides, and where are they? And personally, whose do you think are better? Currently, white has a bishop on c1, a bishop on e2, and a knight on f3. Black has a bishop on b7, a bishop on g7, and a knight on d5. I would argue that all three minor pieces are better for Geary. Fifteen. Pawn to c3. Rook e8. Sixteen. Bishop d2. Queen b6. Seventeen. Queen c2. Pawn to a5. Eighteen, pawn to h3. Bishop c6. Nineteen, pawn to d4. Pawn C captures D4. 20. Knight captures D4. Knight B4. 
Knight b4 is a bit of an odd move, since white has a pawn on c3, so let's look at what happens if white doesn't capture it. What piece does black take? That would be white's queen on c2. So now, what would happen if white captures the seemingly hanging knight on b4? Twenty-one pawn c captures b4. Bishop captures d4. Twenty-two pawn b captures a5. With pawn b captures a5, black's queen on b6 is now under attack. What do you think black's next move should be? Bishop captures f2 check. Twenty-three, king f1. Queen d4. Twenty-four. Queen captures c6. Bishop captures e1. Twenty-five. Bishop captures e1. What move does Black have that will attack two of White's pieces at once? Queen captures b2. Twenty-six. Bishop f3. White resigns. Why did White resign in this position? The answer is White's rook is hanging on a1, which in turn means that his bishop on e1. Will be hanging, and at the end of it all, Black will have two rooks and a queen, versus White's queen versus a bishop. I hope this game kind of demonstrates how Anisha's style of play can be conceived as conservative, but at the same time, he does have the firepower to knock out the world champion in 26 moves, and we can also kind of just loosen up and enjoy life as. Jiri kind of does on Twitter on a daily basis. So that is all that we have for this week. Tune in next time where we continue to work on our blindfold skills and learn from the games of the masters.